recording live in New York. This is WYOY Weekly News. I'm Chris Barlow, and our top story this week is the ever-widening scandal involving our beloved president, Vladimir Putin, and members of the Trump administration. Just this week, the New York Times reported that during their final days in office, members of the Obama administration raced to gather evidence detailing the ties between the Trump campaign and Russian officials, and then hid that evidence in agencies all across the federal government. It was a high-stakes gambit reminiscent of the Da Vinci Code, in that Tom Hanks will almost certainly play the Russian studies professor forced to piece it all together while staying one step ahead of a shadowy arm of the U.S. government, in the movie version set to premiere in 2019. Speaking of a shadowy arm of the U.S. government, Attorney General Jeff Sessions is under fire for failing to disclose his own contacts with the Russian ambassador during his confirmation hearing. This has led to a surprise reversal by several top Republicans, including toothy loofah Jason Chaffetz, who joined Democrats in calling on Sessions to recuse himself from any investigations involving Russia. Asked about the growing scandal on Thursday, President Donald Trump said that he had full confidence in his attorney general and that he did not believe Sessions needed to recuse himself. So naturally, on Thursday afternoon, Attorney General Sessions recused himself. Because as we all know, Thursdays are opposite day in the Oval Office. These latest revelations are a stunning turn of events coming just days after President Trump's successful address to a joint session of Congress, which the media praised as not scary and, at times, coherent. Yes, the president addressed Congress and the nation on Tuesday night, accomplishing the difficult task of speaking for an hour straight without once using the word bigly. For more on this, it's time for a dramatic reading of Donald Trump. <clears throat> Anniverse. Trump's speech was followed by the Democratic response, which was broadcast live from that one time you got way too high and went to the diner and everyone was staring at you. The Democrats confidently showcased the future of their party by having an obscure retired white man deliver the rebuttal, which began, I'm a Democrat, but most importantly, I'm a Republican. And I'm also a Whig. And a Federalist. But most importantly, I belong to the Bull Moose Party. He then added, Where am I? Who are these people? And where is my omelet? And while some say that the Democrats were disorganized and lacked leadership in their response, I say, well, just look at those pantsuits. <sighs> President Trump's speech also included yet another call for Congress to repeal Obamacare and replace it with, I don't know, a decorative fern? Maybe a cactus. More controversially, Trump suggested changing the country's immigration system to something closer to Canada's merit-based system, to which Canada responded, Uh-uh! Don't you drag us into this! But if a merit-based system sounds familiar, it's probably because former President George W. Bush tried and failed to do the same thing about a decade ago, back when we didn't know how good we had it. Hmm. 
In entertainment news, the Academy Awards made headlines this week when they accidentally presented the Emmy for Best Musical to a Labradoodle named Molly. And this week marks the beginning of Lent, and this year many people are giving up the endless parade of depressing and frustrating news from our nation's capital. That's understandable, because with immigrants being rounded up and refugees being turned away, I think we can all agree that Jesus would look the other way. From New York, I'm Chris Barlow, and I'll be back next week with a special report on the president's promise to create new coal jobs for every man, woman, child, cat, dog, and Russian in the United States. Here on W-Y-O-Y. <laughs> <laughs>